You know, I was watching a rather comical adult animation about uh, South Park's nursing homes and a woman named Mrs. McGillicuddy. Now, I knew a Mrs. McGillicuddy back in Washington, D.C., growing up as a child in my earlier years, obviously. And Mrs. McGillicuddy was not that different than Mrs. McGillicuddy in the nursing home that could not control her farts, rather wet farts that were consistently and very, um, ver- uh, had a lot of vibrato to it, if you might uh, be sensitive to another word. And I have to tell you that it's interesting that uh, uh, Mrs. McGillicuddy was wearing adult diapers, I'm certain, um, but not all old people uh, get to the stage where they have to wear adult diapers, maybe a large percentage of them, but uh, for various uh, reasons and continents and other things that, that happen to people and that when they get older. Uh, it's an interesting thing. Now, a baby is not that different. And my dear friend just had a wonderful baby boy named Oswald. And oh, Oswald is, uh, well, uh, I can guarantee you that he's, uh, well, he's sitting a lot. And and uh, I'm sure that um, when he was born, uh, he came out um, in that uh, mess of all of those fluids and screaming and hollering and crying and making a fuss. And I'm sure they thought he was the most beautiful thing even in that state. However, uh, they have a task at hand uh, with a lot of cleaning going on. They're going to be a nursing home uh, janitorial service for quite a while. And I guess there's going to be a lot of pooping, a lot of Mrs. McGillicuddy going on in that bedroom with that new baby Oswald. And I'm sure they may even have fights and debates about who gets to clean Mrs. McGillicuddy today. And uh, oh, Oswald is going to be tended to and cared for and caressed and washed and dried and wiped. Uh, well, till he won't even know his own name. And in fact, I don't think he knows his name yet anyway. So not a problem there. It's not like Mrs. McGillicuddy, who actually has Alzheimer's, God help her. And uh, we don't make light of that. It's just the course of things. But I digress. Those parents with that new baby are going to be dealing with his mess. Oswald won't have to do anything. Just sit back, lay back, lie there and poop away like Mrs. McGillicuddy, dry, solid, or wet, probably mostly wet. And those parents are going to have the dubious duty of, uh, well, knowing when to attend to Oswald. And I'm sure they won't be rushing as to that. And uh, um, they'll be taking their turn uh, not being available. And when that happens, Oh, Oswald's going to start screaming and yelling and squirming and everything else because one thing babies hate. They hate to be wet and sticky with all of that mess coming out of their body. They cannot stand it. Well, can you? And you know what happens. Nobody wants to be in their mess. So why do you? Babies don't even want to be in their mess. They're happy when they're washed and dried and a fresh diaper is put on them. We used to call them pampers. That baby oil and that baby powder, mm, 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 without the aluminum, of course. And yet, are you that? Are you 
Mrs. McGullicuddy? Or are you Oswald? Oswald has an excuse. He was just born. And he's not potty trained yet. And it's daddy's and mommy's job to keep him clean and protected and dry and not wet. It's their job to smell him when he needs a changing or hear him crying when he's yelling for one. Get me out of my mess. And there they go running to tend to Oswald. But you know, Oswald also might need a little head shaping. You know, a lot of babies come out looking like an alien from the planet Gorod. Well, that's where I'm from, but that's another story. And so you got to shape the baby's head. You got to be sensitive, it's soft, but you're shaping his head. You're forming the baby. Don't drop the baby. Shape the baby. Don't bake the baby, but make the baby. And there you go. You get that baby going and get him in the right position so that he doesn't come out looking like a squashed football. And it really matters how you shape his head. That soft skull hasn't quite well solidified yet. And some of us are doing a little too hard and you become granite, stubborn as a mule, rock hard, and God can't even chisel through that mess. A hard heart, a hard head. Try to put that one to bed. And yet that's the duty. Is it the mess? And they're gonna get to the point where little old Oswald will be able to wipe his own ass, clean his own shit. They're gonna potty train him because they're gonna get tired of it. It's gonna say, now you're old enough to clean your own shit. You're old enough to wipe your own ass. I don't want you smelling at the table. I don't want to see a lump out of the back of your butt and ask you what's in it. I ought to know. You know how to use that toilet and flush it. And I better know how to wash your hands and not come out of that bathroom with that mess on your hands. I don't want to be shaking your hands with that stuff on it. And yet we go through life, don't we, like that, with a lot of mess on our hands because we didn't wipe our ass. We're not dealing with the dung matter in our spirit, in our mind, in our relationships. See, you got to do that. You really don't want anyone else to do that unless you're in hospice care. You're paraplegic, you're in the hospital. They've got nurses that do that, some reluctantly, but they have to do it. Particularly, you got tubes and ties and everything else coming out of you. You got to get the bedpan. And somebody's got to do something to keep you clean because it's important when you're trying to get well to stay clean. Well, how can you get well and stay clean and eat right? When you're sitting and walking and running and working and all kinds of stuff in your own shit, you got it. You got to do that. I can't do that. And stop pointing at mom and dad and everybody else in between. Ask between you and God and he potty trains you, nobody else. Teaches you how to pray, how to sing, how to meditate, how to call on his name. What to do and how to do it. To be clean and present yourself a living sacrifice in fellowship with him and in relationship with me. With the people in your life. Because nobody wants to smell your shit. And they shouldn't have to. You don't even want to smell it. But you've gotten used to it and you've forgotten that nobody else wants to smell it. It ain't sweet. It's just not sweet. But you're stale and old and insensitive to your own foibles, your own flaws, your own failures. We have got to self-correct. 
we have got to wash ourselves. And occasionally, in the case of an accident or an illness, yes, then there are exceptions to the rule and you go back to being Oswald or Mrs. McGillicuddy and somebody comes to help you for a spell or for a season. But then you get back on your feet through therapy and you're able to wipe yourself again, tend to yourself again. That's how we become our best. And God has given us all the tools to do it if we just use it. Don't worry, there's no supply chain problem. He's got plenty of tissue available. You don't have to rush the store. You don't have to start, there's plenty. Don't worry, you're never gonna run out of God's tissue. It's always there to help you wipe. He's got plenty of baby powder and baby oil and water for the washing. You don't have to worry. Everything is provided to keep your ass clean and to walk circumspect, washed, to do the wadu, the mikvah, the baptism. Come on, baby. Now, Oswald, we're looking forward to you being potty trained. Till then, mommy and daddy, <laughs> get your gloves on, keep plenty of tissue, and wipe, wipe, wipe away. Can you get the baby? <laughs>